Hi, and welcome to the Deeper Than Money podcast. I am your host, Chloe Elise. I'm a millennial money coach, speaker, dog mom, and a seven on the Enneagram. And I am on a mission to prove to you that finances can be fun and easy. On the Deeper Than Money podcast, we will dive into all things millennial finance, debt, saving, mindset, and how to have financial freedom to enjoy life in your 20s and 30s. I want you to leave this podcast with more confidence around your moolah and the belief that your biggest financial dreams are possible for you. So let's talk money. Hello and welcome back to the Deeper Than Money podcast. Today we're going to be talking about getting healthier and wealthier. Of course, we talk a lot about on here how to become wealthier, how to save, how to pay off debt. And a lot of times, because of course our company is called Deeper Than Money, we want to challenge you this question of for what? Like what's the point, right? What's the point of becoming wealthier if you're not happy? What is the point of becoming wealthier if you don't feel healthier, if you don't feel happy in your body or you don't feel comfy in your body or you don't feel confident or you don't feel this or whatever else, right? Whatever it may be, we want you to, of course, become wealthier, but not at the cost of your mental health, not at the cost of missing out on things that you care about and definitely not at the cost, as I mentioned earlier, of your health. And health is one of those things where it can mean so many different things to so many different people. And I have, I've honestly refrained quite a bit from sharing my health journey, especially as it relates to like hormonal health, because that's been a big thing for me in the last year. And I have refrained from sharing it, not because I want to like gatekeep any information, but simply because everyone's story and what they need is very different. And there's been times in my life where I so desperately was like, I got it. I must be missing something. I just need to find out that one thing and do that. And then like everything will be fine. Like I'll, you know, get leaner or I'll get stronger or I'll, you know, fix my hormones or whatever else. And so I would listen to an ep- a podcast episode like this and be like, oh, well, that's the thing. I'll just implement all of those things instead of figuring out, oh, okay, cool. Those are things that worked for her. Then what are things that worked for me? And so I've been really on the fence about making it for one, that reason, just because this is my journey. I don't want you to like look at this and be like, oh, that's what I need to do and then go and do it. Number two, like I am not your expert here. I'm not your expert in hormonal health or um, just health and, and fitness in general. And I am going to talk about people who I have hired who are experts and I'm going to put their information in the show notes. So please go and and check them out. Um, Also, another good podcast episode for you to scroll back and listen to is I have an interview with Katrina, um, who I'm going to talk about later on in this episode, but we have an interview on the Deeper Than Money podcast where we talk about hormonal health and and that could be a great resource for you as well um, because you're going to be like, oh, she sounds really cool, which she is. I love her. Um, but so you're going to be able to hear more about her from that episode as well. But anyway, so disclaimer number one is 
I do not want you to listen to this and think, oh, I just need to go implement all of these things and that I'm going to be, you know, this will be my end all be all. Number two, I am not telling you these are things you need to do whatsoever. I'm not the expert. These are just things that have worked for me um, and on my journey to really like heal my body. And so I want to be really, really, really clear on this. That Those are the reasons, honestly, why I haven't made this episode because this has been so freaking... Every single time I talk about hormones, I get so many DMs. Please make an episode about this. Please make an episode. Like, I'm so new to this. I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't even know where to start or like I'm feeling discouraged or whatever else. And so I do want to share, you know, my journey with it and like how it's changed things for me, especially because... um. I feel, I, especially because so many of the things that I'm going to share with you are all very like holistic things. Like these are not like, oh, I took this one supplement or I did this crazy, like super expensive, like, uh, I don't know, like, uh, procedure. Like, no, these are all like very basic accessible things. And these are things that ended up like working for me. But again, this is very holistic. So anyway, I decided I'm going to share this, but I want you to take this with, um, you know, a grain of salt, grain of sand. I never know which, like if it's a grain of salt or a grain of sand, I always say, oh, I'm going to Google that. And then I never do. But, um, here's nonetheless, let's dive in. Here's, here's a little bit about my story. So this time last year, I was just feeling very, just uncomfy. I was feeling very uncomfy in my life. I was feeling very uncomfy in my body. Just feeling very, there's not a better word than uncomfy. Like I, I didn't hate my body. I didn't like hate, like I didn't feel miserable. I just felt like something was off and I felt like I just, I just honestly was like, I know it's possible to feel better than this and I really want to. And so in the last eight months, I've really gone on this journey to heal my body and get to a place where I feel really, really good. And so that's what I want to share with you. Now, at my parents' house, they have these like, I don't know if they're like, it, it's, it's written on the wall and it says above, down, inside out. And that's, you know, I love that phrase because it's very, it combines like the spiritual aspect of like, you know, for me, I, I believe in God. And so, and I'm very spiritual. And so this idea of like, I was given this, um, like this body that's, I'm able-bodied and I'm healthy and I'm, I'm so grateful to have that. And I want to honor my body instead of spending time, you know, like we're taught to shit on our body and like, we're taught to pick it apart and be mean to it and critique it and all these things. And it's like, I really wanted to have that like above down mentality of like, I was given this body, right? This like, um, space vehicle, whatever to, for me to like walk around in. And I want to be grateful for that and honor that and stop spending time, like feeling uncomfortable in it. I want to celebrate it and love it more than I was. Um, so that's the above down part. And then the inside out was truly like, instead of just like, oh, I have, uh, you know, I have breakouts. Let me just, you know, buy a new skin, uh, a new like cleanser or I am, I don't know. I'm not, I I need to add, take a supplement, whatever. I want to heal my body from the inside out of like understanding how my body worked, what was going on 
and how I could support it better. So I love that above, down, inside, out, and you're going to notice like that theme kind of throughout. And anyway, I really, I kind of got to a point where I just, I was feeling very, I wanted clarity. I wanted clarity on what I was supposed to be doing in my life and where I was supposed to be headed and some big decisions I needed to make. And that was like, where I was at, I was like praying for clarity. And I, I, my prayer was like, I I'm looking for clarity, like help me find clarity because as soon as I do, I'm going to take action. Like, I'm not just going to sit in this, I'm going to take action. And so these were the things, the action basically that I took over the last eight months. I've just like truly changed not only how I feel, but just like physically how I feel and, and, I do, I mean, also physically how I look, like it has changed, you know, me aesthetically in some ways too, but also just from a mental and emotional perspective of like how I feel in my mindset and, um, you know, just my confidence and everything else. So here are the things. So number one, I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I hired experts. I knew I wanted to, I didn't just want to like piece together all the like thousands and thousands of pieces of like Googleable information that could be right for me or could not. I really wanted to hire experts who could help me. And so some of the experts, and again, I'll put them in the show notes, were Katrina. Um, she's a hormonal health expert, and I knew hormones were a big thing for me that I wanted to figure out. Kathy, um, she does a lot on hormones as well, but she is, um, her expertise is more like the fitness side of it. And then Lathan, I did one of his weightlifting programs that I absolutely loved. Um, and then my therapist, those were like my, my, my big experts. Again, I had a lot of other resources in this, but those were like the big experts. I'm going to link all of their information in the show notes. Okay, so that was number one. I hired experts and I was like, hello, please help me find out what's going on or like what I need to change. And that's going to be like really supportive of, of my, um, of my body and things like that. The second thing was going to therapy. And that might sound silly because you're like, what does therapy have to do like with your body and your hormones and things like that? And my answer would be like everything, right? Like your body knows your body stores trauma and holds on to stress and holds on to anxiety and it can come out in so many other ways and even if you feel like well you know I I have a pretty good life like I'm you know I'm pretty happy like maybe I'm I'm fine it's like think about everything that's like going on in our world and living through a pandemic and living through like the oh my gosh the like different headlines every single day like there are anxiety producing things that are out of your control that you could be storing and holding on to and and not even necessarily realize it in addition to the daily stress and you know the expectations that you feel like you need to live up to and the goals that you have or whatever else and therapy was a huge game changer for me because I really started addressing some of those underlying issues that I was holding on to a lot, like working through the stress in my life, working through anxiety, working through um, trauma, like working through all of these different things in therapy 
I cannot tell you was one of the absolute biggest things. And again, I'm not the expert here, but I learned a lot from the experts I did hire. Um, Kathy talks a lot about this where um, basically, again, I don't know the mechanics behind it, but this is the Chloe-fied, Chloe-fied version of it of like you have stress in your body, you have higher cortisol levels, higher cortisol levels leads to um, you know, holding on to body fat or um, the inability to like it can mess up your metabolism and things like that and whatever else. So long story short, all I know is for me going to therapy consistently and working through this has been a game changer in like the physical part of it. Um, number three, so three and four are like purely physical. So I at the time was going to F45 workouts and I had been doing that for years. So like I used to weightlift, loved weightlifting. And then I, I don't know if I, I don't know really why I changed, but I started going to Orange Theory probably like five years ago, four or five years ago. And then I went to Orange Theory for like two years. Then I went to F45, um, which is super similar, like hit workouts, basically a lot of like jumping around and a lot of like cardio driven workouts and just around this time last year I started dreading like every single class I was going to I just felt tired I felt like I wasn't really making progress even though I was working out probably five to six times a week doing those hit workouts so I stopped going and doing any like hit workouts and I started instead doing weightlifting again um and that's where I did Lathan's program again I'll put his stuff in the show notes but I, and I love weightlifting and, and I want to also argue with this. I love weightlifting. I went from like this shift from going from hit workouts to weightlifting was like the best thing ever for me, not just like physically of like, yeah, I've seen a lot of progress, but like mentally, I, I went from like every single day dreading my workout. The hit workout was had to be at a specific time. Cause it was like a class so if it didn't fit around my schedule, then I'd be moving my schedule and that stressed me out. Whereas like for weightlifting, I just go to the gym, I join a new gym and I love the gym and it just makes me so freaking happy. I love going there. I just like fell back in love with weightlifting. And so again, that was such a mental thing where every single day I look forward to the gym so much. And even though I'm working out the exact same amount as I did before, I've seen so much like physical and mental gains basically from making that swap. The other swap that I made was from just two types of cardio. So I used to be doing um, like sprints two times a week, or um, I would do like stair stepper, but like try to go fast or like jogging a little bit on the treadmill, which I cannot stand. And anyway, I switched out all high intensity cardio that's like sprinting or whatever else for walking. And I know it sounds very like, what? very simple, but I did that and it was such a game changer for me. Um, so again, and again, I am not telling you if you love sprints and it's working for you and you talk to whoever your, you know, doctor experts are and they're like, yep, sounds good. Do it. Like, I'm not saying this is the only way to like figure your stuff out. This is just what worked for me. So now I walk two to three miles a day usually. And again, like I, so I don't know. I've seen like mixed reviews on this. Personally, I like it. But like on my Apple Watch, I just go and see how many steps I get in a day and I try to hit about 10,000. Um, so every single morning I go on like a two to three mile walk with my dogs, which is perfect because they need to walk every single morning. 
and it's like my favorite thing I love going to walk I love getting outside because a lot of times I am not outside outside of that so that's pretty pretty simple for me and that's usually about like four to six thousand steps just from the walk and then after that I you know I'm pretty active throughout the day so I normally hit that 10k step honestly the only time I really don't just naturally hit the 10,000 steps a day is like if I'm it's a Saturday and I'm hungover and I don't want to take my dogs on a walk and I don't want to move from the couch and so those are days where I really try to again not like push myself and go crazy but just like get some steps in so that was a big one for me because my body just really responded to that low steady state cardio over this like really you know harder on my body like intense sprinting um okay this is probably the most important one but learning my cycle um not just like oh I am ovulating or I'm in my follicular phase or whatever else not just learning my cycle but like truly understanding what each part of your cycle means and I think the biggest thing for me was this was really where I shifted from holy shit I'm not broken because female cycles are about whatever 28 days long again I'm not the expert here go fact check all this I'm just giving you an overview of how I think about it so female cycles are about 28 days long which if you look at how our work week is set up our work week and pretty much like our whole world is based on how men's cycle or men's like hormones are which they're on a 24-hour clock so like every single day basically at the same time they're gonna have like the same range of hormones at 3 p.m. one day is 3 p.m. the next day is 3 p.m. the next day is 3 p.m. like any day throughout the year whereas women because we have a 28 day cycle instead of a 24 hour cycle our hormones on the first week of our cycle are completely different than maybe the last week or a week in the middle or whatever else and so when you are on a 28 day cycle but trying to live in a 24 hour day like uh just like society where everything functions on a 24 hour day it can feel really confusing because when you don't understand your cycle, then on days where like your hormones completely drop and uh, because, you know, that's where you're at in your cycle, that all your hormones drop because you're going to be starting your period soon. You might think, oh my gosh, I'm so lazy today. Like why my body, like I just suck. Like, why do I not want to go work out today? I'm so lazy. I'm just so, and you start getting down on yourself. Whereas when you realize like, oh my gosh, I'm not broken. That makes complete sense. My hormones are just super, super, super low this week and are, are dropping. <clears throat> then you can say, oh my gosh, okay. I want to make sure I'm really taking care of my body by doing X, Y, and Z. Or you can look ahead and say, oh, I'm going to be in my luteal phase at that point. And so I don't want to plan something like super big and crazy because I know my hormones are going to be lower and I'm not going to totally have the energy for that. I'm going to instead plan it for when I'm ovulating, when I like have all this energy and I'm super fiery and I'm ready to go and I want to go do all this stuff. Like that's when I want to plan it. And so learning my cycle wasn't just helpful in the like, oh, this is good information, which it is, but it also totally helped me in really feeling like, oh, my body's not broken. I just wasn't really like 
working with it right it also was huge in understanding like when all of a sudden I'm just like oh my gosh I'm ravenous and I'm so hungry and I'm craving all this stuff oh that's because I'm in a certain phase of my cycle and I'm not getting these certain nutrients that my body's craving so my body's trying to communicate with me or also just like body image right um, where there's certain phases in my cycle where I might feel a little bit more bloated than other phases. And I'm like, instead of being like, oh my gosh, I look like trash today. Instead, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. I'm in this phase of my cycle. And so I might be feeling a little bloated than normal. Like that's okay, right? That's normal. That's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm, it's not like better some days and worse some days. It's understanding like where you're at and how that makes sense. And so that was like a very big shift not only physically and being able to then support myself in each cycle, but also or in each phase of the cycle, but also from a mindset perspective, just being like, wow, my body is so cool and doing all of these different things that are so powerful and so awesome. And I want to make sure that I'm like loving and celebrating each phase of that. So that leads me into number six, which was really optimizing my life around my cycle, planning things as much as possible. And again, I know you might not have this big of a flexible schedule but like planning things in business or in your home life or whatever else around where you're at in your cycle um so like one of these things which this is number seven is not working out on my period when I start my period like all my hormones are so low I'm tired I'm fatigued I am like just so drained and I used to just get so down on myself like you know I'd see those like no days off and I'd be like I'm lazy and I'd really just like get down on myself whereas now like I really honor the fact that like I'm gonna be more tired those days and that's okay and like I'm not going to work out you know on those days or on those first couple days or whatever else and that was again big game changer Next one was a more simple one was a hundred ounces of water every single day, just making sure I'm getting enough water. It wasn't, I, I mean, I drank quite a bit of water before, but it wasn't really something I paid attention to. And often on days where I was really busy or days where I was like going out with my friends and drinking, I would notice, oh my gosh, I'm like <laughs> drinking no water that day. And so just really paying attention to that to make sure I'm getting the hydration that I need. Uh, the next one was enough protein. And I'm not going to be like, this is how much protein I eat because I don't want anyone to be like, oh, that's how much protein I should eat and then eat that because it's not just like it depends on your so many factors, right? Like what you need in your life. So I'm not going to like say how how many grams I need, but that was a big one where I didn't really want to like count macros or count whatever else, but I did want to know like, am I getting enough protein? And I really wasn't. And so that was a big one where I started having a guesstimation of like how many grams of protein I was getting every single day to make sure I was getting enough protein. Um, and that kind of leads me into the next one, which was, which I'm going out of order now. So I'm going to have to like jump back up, but, um, do, 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 do. So not eating carbs solely alone, but always eating them with protein. And that was a big one for me because in my, you know, in the past, if I was like, I want to get leaner, I want to have this aesthetic goal or whatever else, I would say, I just can't have, like, I just shouldn't eat the cookie or I don't want to eat this treat. And instead of doing that, um, instead I've added having protein, having a source of protein with the cookie. So instead of just having the cookie alone, I'll also have, you know, like, I don't know, a thing of beef jerky or a scoop of protein or hard boiled egg or something like that with that, 
So then I'm never restricting myself or saying like, oh, I can't have the gushers or I can't have the thing, but I'm always trying to eat something with it to give my body that sense of that source of protein along with whatever that, you know, treat is or whatever else that I might be craving, which again has made me feel so much better. Oh my gosh, that one has made me feel so much better. The next one is no dairy. I gave up dairy um, almost two years ago. Wait, so 2020. Oh yeah, two years ago. But right when I gave it up, I gave, I would say for the first six months, it was like, eh, gave it up. Eh, like I kind of gave it up, but I would still like eat it sometimes. But now I'm like religiously no dairy. The only thing I'll do is like if something at a restaurant is like cooked in butter, like I'll eat it. Sometimes I just get like a little bit of a stomach ache. But um, I really, really, really am... Uh, no dairy now and again that's not like a fad diet thing my body just absolutely hates dairy like I it people ask me like oh my gosh I could never do that like I love cheese so much no I also love cheese so much but the thing is like when you every time you eat cheese you just feel terrible like it got to a point where when I would eat cheese like I would get so sick I would like throw up because it would make me so nauseous like Something in me has just made me, I don't know, dairy intolerant, but I truly feel like shit. And when you eat dairy and feel like shit so often, you just stop wanting that thing because it's almost like, you know, like what's, what's the, like, you know, you, I don't know, like teaching a dog, you know, they're getting them in trouble. Like you, you get them in trouble every single time they pee in the house. They're like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, it's almost like you get in trouble every single time you eat dairy because you feel like shit. So then you no longer want to be doing it so um that again that is not something everybody needs to do I'm just saying for me that was something that was such a big game changer because I absolutely felt terrible seed cycling this is one that like for me I thought was like oh it's gonna be so hard and difficult it's not at least for me like once you get in the routine of doing it it's so easy long story short you basically like there's certain seeds that you take for certain places of, in certain uh phases of your cycle and so you can put them in your smoothie, which I have smoothies all the time. Or you can just like a lot of times in the morning, um, which this leads me to another one. So I'll say that now. But every single day I start the day with 20 ounces-ish of warm water with lemon. So I just like squeeze half a lemon in water, warm it up, and then drink that and just like wait probably 15, 20 minutes. And then usually the second thing I ha- have is usually a smoothie with my seeds in it so I can seed cycle or I'll literally just like it's gross like I'm this does not taste good it does if you get sweetened almond milk but I usually get unsweetened so I'll get unsweetened almond milk heat it up add two scoops of protein and then my two scoops of seeds mix up and just like down it like a shot it's gross I'm like every time after but I just like down it and so um starting the day off with warm lemon water is just like so good and then um little hydration you know amazing and then I also do the seeds again you can learn more about seed cycling somewhere else I'm not the expert on it I just do it and it's like oh my god so good um next one is eating in alignment with my cycle so like I never try to again like you'll notice with all this it's very similar to my philosophy on finances I don't really restrict anything like I don't just like quit anything the only thing I've like stop doing or quit is like the dairy but again it wasn't really like it wasn't horrible because I felt terrible so it just kind of like it was an easy decision but um 
So when it came to eating alignment, like with my cycle, which again, you can learn this, like I learned this from Katrina's program called Hormonal Bliss, which you can go check out. It's so good. But um, I just started adding certain foods. So like in certain phases, it's really, you know, in one of the phases, it's really good to eat raw carrots um, in that phase. And so I started adding raw carrots when I was in that phase of my cycle. And then in another phase, it's good for this. And I started adding those things instead of like, I need to stop eating this or stopping this. Like there's no, uh, for me, I haven't done any subtracting. It's all been like adding in foods to support where I'm at. Um, okay. The next one, not drinking casually. So again, for me, this is not hard because I don't, oh no, my air conditioning unit just turned on. Let me turn that off. How disrespectful of my unit to not know that we're recording. Um, so again, for me, this was not tough. Like this really was not hard to kind of stop this casual drinking and by casual drinking I mean I no longer will just like if I'm gonna order a drink at a restaurant I'll normally either not get one or I'll order like a mocktail um occasionally sure I'll get a drink with alcohol in it but because I don't really like the taste of alcohol I usually like drinks better when they're a mocktail anyway and so if I'm not like going out with the purpose of necessarily like getting buzzed or um whatever then like in my mind, I'm like, why drink any alcohol? Because I don't really like the taste of it, you know? I like the ex- the social part of it. And so I just haven't, like, just haven't had... I'll either, like, when I drink, it's because I'm, like, going to be drinking that entire day and going off with my friends and, like, partying. Um, or I'm just going to get a mocktail at dinner for the most part. Again, there's exceptions to that, but, like, I I honestly am so much happier doing that. That to me is not a sacrifice because I don't mind at all being stone cold sober um, or just having a mocktail because I'm not like, gee, I love the taste of vodka. Let me get just one mixed drink of it. Like, I no, I like choke down if I can taste the alcohol. Like, I really do not like it. Sometimes I like the taste of tequila, but like not, not often. Okay, so this goes very similarly with it, but when I do drink, um, I swapped um, any like anything else that I used to drink with like seltzers or beers, and instead I only drink vodka waters, and that sounds hardcore, right? It sounds like very hardcore, like vodka waters, are you kidding me? If I would have heard that on a podcast, I would be like, okay, I'll literally never drink that ever, but thanks. But it's not just vodka waters. It's, well, the ones that I like are cucumber vodka waters or um, like grapefruit vodka waters. So it's like flavored vodka. I like effing cucumber or kettle one botanical. Um, But honestly, like it would shock you how many bars have that. Like there are times where I'm like, there's no way this like this tiny bar is going to have this. And they do. So you can always ask. But cucumber vodka, this is what I ordered the bar. Can I have a cucumber vodka water with two limes? Or I'll say, do you have effing cucumber or kettle and botanical? They'll say, yes. I'll say, amazing. Can I have a cucumber vodka water with two limes? And then I squeeze the two limes in it. And then it's really good. Unless they make it like super strong and then it's gross. And then you have to get like extra lime juice. But um, it's pretty good. And I like the drink. And then it's so nice because number one, the other thing I'll get if I want um, something different is like a skinny margarita where instead of like the juice 
the like pre-made like syrupy juice it's literally just like it depends on the recipe but it's usually just like tequila and then lime juice maybe a little bit of orange juice or something and so it's very fresh and not so like I don't know just like bubbly I like seltzers a lot but they always just like make me feel crappy like they really make me feel crappy and so I have been solely drinking vodka waters um for the most part cucumber vodka waters or grapefruit vodka waters and not only it also I feel like helps with the hangover because you're drinking water with every drink uh like with the vodka and also you're not drinking that much like extra sugar apart from like the lime um and so it doesn't give you that like sugary like gut rut feeling and then um what else is i gonna say about vodka waters but oh and then you don't have any carbonation the carbonation is what just destroys me from the seltzers like i could drink like two seltzers and feel kind of nauseous like i could throw up from the carbonation like it's not from the alcohol it's from the carbonation which is why the vodka waters the shift of vodka waters was like amazing again here's the thing i'm sure if it was like what's the best thing for your hormones and for your health probably to give up drinking but like for me i enjoy having drinks with my friends i enjoy going out and you know going to a party and doing those things while drinking again you don't have to drink to do those i love it if we you know if you're a sober queen i love it live laugh love amazing um more power to you but again for me i'm not going to give up alcohol because i i enjoy that and i value that and so because of that this was a switch that not only allowed me to keep having drinks and doing whatever but also at the same time not feel absolutely trash when i'm drinking or after or whatever else so that's a big one um if you try my drink and it's so funny. Like, I will literally say to my friends, like, do you want a drink? Like, do you want one of my drinks? They'll be like, yeah, I'll have one of your drinks because they're talking about vodka waters, cucumber vodka waters. I've gotten everyone hooked on it. Um, and then there's two more. So the the second to last one, sleeping seven to nine hours. And I know you might be like, okay, yeah, but like you have your, you can make your own schedule. But honestly, I used to really never do that. I, I really didn't because I would wake up early or I'd stay up really, really late and I just wouldn't prioritize it. Like there's always something like, oh, that needs done or like, oh, I could stay up and do this. And I do still stay up pretty late some nights. Like I am kind of a night owl, but then I will allow myself to sleep in. And I used to really shit on myself like, oh my gosh, if I sleep in to get eight hours of sleep, then I'll feel lazy and then I'll have a late date start to the day. But now I've given myself so much room to listen to my body and know that like it's okay if I have a hour late start to the day because if I'm well rested and tackle the day and feel great all day I'm gonna have a more productive and more restful and like less stressful day than if I wake up an hour earlier but I'm tired all day so I've really 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 been honoring that and then the last one is just loving and celebrating the absolute shit out of my body like I like I truly have been celebrating it and just like feeling good and like instead of critiquing myself or whatever like loving it how it is and I love I'm like it's such a mindset thing of like I love it even when I'm feeling a little bit more bloated I love it when I'm feeling like lean and amazing I love it when like whatever's going on with it like I've truly 
been teaching myself and again it's like I'm not perfect with it but like just loving it and like celebrating it and feeling hot and like hyping myself up and just like truly doing that and it has become such a game changer and I feel like a lot of these things were things that I would start doing and then it would I'd go on vacation I'd get out of schedule and they would just get off the back they would get on the back burner and the the big thing for me like I talked about when I was like I'm gonna take action on these like I'm really committed to them here's the thing like none of these things in my opinion for me for my life were that hard to do I just wasn't really prioritizing any of them um and when I say they weren't that hard to do I I truly believe it was because my body was absolutely craving every single one of these things and my mind was also craving them like it wasn't like oh I need to do this but it's so out of alignment but I have to it was like no no no. when I do all these things my body is like thank you Chloe and I again feel so much better and so because I feel so much better they don't feel like a chore they they feel like really sustainable changes and again for these changes like this has been eight months in the making like I would do like two of these things until they become became so just like second nature and then I would add two more and then until they became second nature and then I'd add two more and I'm going to continue to add stuff right because I always want to change and I always want to evolve but this this has been such a you know when we're talking about like becoming wealthier and healthier I cannot tell you how impactful this has been on my life and I and I use money to invest in these things and equally I have given up money right I've said no to things that could make me more money so I can focus on my health so I can focus on getting enough sleep so I can focus on not being burnt out because those things matter to me and because I would rather make less money not that you have to in this scenario but I'd rather make less money or I'd rather invest my money to learn how to do this and to feel so healthy and so strong and so in alignment with my health because that is so priceless it's allowed me to show up more fully in business in my personal life and just have this overall confidence that's different than anything I've ever had not just because I love my body but I understand it and I understand that you know she is working for me and I know how to support her and like that has been a game changer and so again I'm not encouraging you to try necessarily try any of these things I think a lot of them are interesting I mean the cool thing is I mean you could really do any of these and and like add them to your life right like I'm like drink 100 ounces of water like who who doesn't need that you know what I mean um or like seed cycling like anyone can do that it's not like oh well certain people whatever I don't know go talk to your doctor but what I'm saying is sure if you want to try some of these things do it I guess talk to your talk to your experts and then do it but more so I hope this is encouraging you that there's not one way there's not a one-size-fits-all but that your health is worth investing in right like if you're out on your hot girl walk or you are driving to work or whatever else, like do something today to like decrease stress in your life or get 1% closer to learning about what's going on in your body or hitting a health goal or hitting a, you know, financial goal, but whatever it is, like, it's okay to just take one step today toward feeling better now, right? Like uh, this time last year, I was just like, I know it's possible to feel better. I know it's possible to feel better in my body and I want that. 
and I'm ready for that. And now like sitting here in this body, I'm just like, oh, it feels so good. And it feels so good because again, I really feel like I was able to do it in this above down inside out way of like loving my body and understanding my body and not like punishing my body and saying like, oh, I'm uncomfy in my body. I need to go as a punishment work out in a workout I don't love or I need to like go do this or go do that. It's truly from a place of love and kindness and understanding and like that's what makes me so happy so anyway there is my journey i hope this uh you know is informative or inspiring or whatever you needed today i hope you're able to take a little bit away from this to go implement into your life as we're talking about health and and how it can help you in building wealth right and not just that but if we're building wealth, but we're not focused on those other areas of our life, like health or um, especially like our mental health, our physical health, all those things, what's the point, right? What's the point? So thank you so much for tuning in. I love you so much. If you love this episode, write a review, tag me on Instagram, let me know, and we'll see you back for another episode next week.